Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 623. And today, I've got a special guest on. This is his third time, I believe, being on the podcast. But this time, we've got a little bit of a different story. And uh, we're going to talk today about how Kevin fired his boss after three years of starting his business. And uh, we're going to give you some uh, details and some lessons learned and how to cope with some of these roller coaster feelings. Kevin, what is going on, my friend? How does Scott. it feel sitting at your desk today? It feels good. It feels good. There's there's no one watching over me uh, wondering uh, when I'm coming back from lunch or anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that can be a drag. Uh, yeah. You know, but uh, yeah, I mean, okay. So first off, you know, Kevin's been a guest on the podcast. Uh, a couple times. Um, the first time, I'll have to dig up the episode. I'll link that up in the show notes. But the first time was really about how you took your referee money on yep. the side and decided to use that as your starter money for your your business. Yep. And uh, and you worked uh, you worked that. And then uh, the the other time you were just on not that long ago, we were talking about how you and I connected, and uh, you you convinced me to uh, put on an event called Brand Accelerator Live, and uh, yep. now you're organizing that whole thing. Yeah. Uh, so, but now we're talking about uh, how you recently, and it is very recent, uh, that you uh, that you fired your boss. So, tell us yeah. about that. How did this happen? Yeah, I I just walked in there and I said I'm done. Yeah. No, uh, right. uh, definitely a much gentler process than that. I uh, uh, still still leaving with a, a good relationship. I wanted to make sure that's always uh, good, even though I'm not intending to go back. Mm -hmm. um, Still wanted to leave the relationship, but I, I do think it's important, you know, to have you know relationships because you never know where your paths may cross with someone, even if it's just at a party or you know, whatever. Oh, ab absolutely, and, and you know, I mean, you never want to burn bridges if you don't have exactly. Exactly. You know? I mean, I know when I left my job, I didn't really burn a bridge, but I knew that it would be very, very awkward going back there um, because I was kind of told that I wouldn't make it on my own. You know what I mean? Like it was kind of like, oh yeah, go out and try that. You know, you'll be back right. kind of thing. And then I was like, no, I won't. I'm, I'll do anything I have to, uh, to not have to come back and, and you know, eat crow. So uh, anyway, so let's kind of dig into it. So when did, sure. this, when, did this, when did this happen in your head that you were like, you know what, this actually might happen? Because when you first start, you're kind of like hoping that you can just make a certain amount of money just to prove to yourself or your spouse that, uh, right. you know, that this thing can actually work. When did it become like a target? Like when did you create a target in your own mind and start focusing on that? And I know everyone has their own number and all that stuff. And you don't have to get into those details. But sure. when did you have the, I'm going to set the target. This is going to be the date. As long as I hit this, I'm going to do it. Walk us through Great. that. Yeah, great question. So, you know, thinking back to like the beginning and it all starts off with, you know, I just want to get like a sale. Yeah. And then I want to get more sales. And then I want to launch more products. And, you know, it was really more just keep reinvesting, reinvesting, and just kind of see where this all goes. Mm. And I didn't have a, a true solid plan. It was like, well, this could be something that just keeps supplementing my income in my job. And, you know, I was, you know, comfortable. I had a, you know, a, a good paying job. And, you know, I worked for friends of mine and it was pretty secure. And there was, there was no reason to leave. Um, but just as time went on, I started seeing, okay, this, this keeps growing. And I started seeing, you know, the snowball, so to speak, was, sure. uh, was getting bigger. And um, I, I was getting to a point where I 
was hitting a ceiling, especially last year around this time. I was seeing that like at one point it was almost like time was my friend Mm -hmm. because I had compacted time and Mm -hmm. having a full-time job and a family. It's like, okay, I knew I had very short windows of time that I could focus on growing the business. So I said, I'm going to really maximize that time I have. But then I got to a point where it's like, okay, I'm running out of, um, I'm running out of time to, mm. and it's like, you know, I can't really cut out more Netflix or anything cause I'm not even like watching it, you know? So I, I just got to a point, okay, let's see what else I can do. So I started hiring, um, virtual assistants. I started off with like free up and Upwork, hiring people to do, you know, mm-hmm. one off tasks here and there. And I got to a point where I said, you know, I really need to hire like a full-time person. And I'd gone to my boss uh, last year, um, like before the summer, and I said, hey, this is what I'm thinking about doing. Okay. Summer it, it, in the uh, health insurance business where I was working, it was slower. And so I negotiated going down from five days to four days a week you know, during that summer period and just kind of see how it went. And thinking, oh, okay, I've seen them make special arrangements with other people. They're nice people. They were okay with it. In a sense, like they granted me my wish, but they weren't super excited about it. And I could tell that was going to be a little bit of a strain if I wanted to do that long term. So I figured, okay, eventually if I'm going to make the jump, I'm going to have to make the jump and just go all in. And I think a lot of people are in that position where they just have to go all in. Like going to their boss and asking for, you know, cut one day out a week might not go over well at all. <laughs> but luckily for me, they at least gave me that opportunity. And I hired a full-time assistant during that time period. Um, you know, she was really helpful, but I really was saying like, okay, I'm going to get to a point where I can't grow this business, especially, you know, when you get to the holiday season yeah, and it's really busy and the fourth quarter in insurance is really busy. So those two were at odds. So it just got to a point where something was going to have to give. And people would always ask me in the e-commerce world, like, hey, when are you going to leave your job? Mm. And um, to be honest, we were on a call, uh, you and I, (laughs) about Brand Accelerator. Uh And you just kind of jokingly said, Kevin, when are you going to fire your boss? Right. And sometimes someone says the right thing to you at just the right moment. And for (laughs) me, it was we'll say it was the right moment. And I said, okay, let's, let's start thinking this through. So I started jotting down like, okay, what would it take? So rather than having like, okay, maybe in a year or two, these kind of, you know, pie in the sky, not really concrete, like Mm. deadlines. I said, I'm going to give myself a deadline. So what would I need to do? I said, okay, the holiday season is coming up. And if I know I have a good holiday season that I'm going to leave the job and, you know, I really focused a lot, especially as I was going back into working five days a week and really just making sure I was putting all my time and effort into how did I really focus on making the best out of the holiday selling period, Mm -hmm. you know, getting more products, you know, making sure all my listings are really maximized, making sure I got enough inventory, you know, because every year I think we all run into inventory issues around the holidays. 
And I just told myself, okay, when I get to a certain point, I can see like this is going to work. And I think I decided that in order to make it official, I was going to wait until um, right before Thanksgiving. Like, was I starting to see the increase in November that I usually see that really takes off after Thanksgiving? And I, uh, I had a good Black Friday, a good Cyber Monday. So right after that, when I'm back in the office, I said to my boss, who's you know a good friend of mine actually, um, "Hey, you got a minute?" And you know, I said, "Sure, sure, sure." So um, lo and behold, I basically told him that you know I got to a point where it wasn't going to be fair for all parties involved for me to continue working there. You know, I thanked him for the opportunity and that I was mm-hmm. truly grateful. Um, for working there. And I um, let him know that my last day was going to be about five weeks later. Wow. Yeah. That, it's, it's scary. Okay. It is. And how did it feel walking in that day, knowing that you were going to, that you were going to kind of drop the bomb in a sense, you know what I mean? Like you were going to say, it. and did you ever think about not saying it? Did you second guess yourself? Like take me in that moment for a minute though. I'm curious because yeah. I know how I felt and that's going back over 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, I just, I'm curious to, to hear like what the thoughts were going through your head. Uh, Cause you didn't know what to expect. Really. You thought you might know, eh, we're kind of good friends and you know, yeah. but what were you thinking? that that's a great question so i was thinking to myself like is this going to be the right idea you know it's you know part of it is like yeah this is going to be awesome like you know (laughs) and the other part is like well maybe i could negotiate like you know maybe going on a three days a week you know maybe you know they won't be happy about it (laughs) and stuff like that and then it's like as i'm walking in there i'm like oh my god how is this even going to be taken is this going to be like you know you're you took advantage of us. If you knew you were going to do this, why didn't you tell us? Um, I can't believe you're doing this. You're so ungrateful. That's kind of what I was thinking in my head was going to happen. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, I, I was trying hard not to shake. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I, hey. Like looking him in the eye and you know, this is their busy season. So he was really busy. And of course, you know, he would always would make time for me to his credit and, you know, I was just like, I, I, I'm, you know, leaving and, and you know, I told, I told him, I said, you know, I was actually nervous telling you this. And he said, you know, don't feel bad at all. He's like, this is not at all as I was expecting you to tell me, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm excited for you. Oh, wow. And yeah. Yeah. So that, that was nice to hear. And, and they thanked me for the amount of time that I gave. And part of me thought they're going to say like, just get out now you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know too much. You're going to yeah. like steal our information, which I yeah. had absolutely no desire to do. And they knew that I wasn't going to do that. But isn't this, isn't this interesting though? Like, so think about this. Okay. And I want people to take, take away something here, the, a lesson from this. Okay. And the lesson that I'm getting from this is you were telling yourself all of these things that could potentially happen. Okay. Right. And it could have paralyzed you from not taking that action mm-hmm. and getting to this moment. And you had all these things they're going to do this. They're going to say that, oh my gosh, what am I doing? Like second guessing, self-doubt, you know, you're telling stories to yourself that may happen, but may not. And so you worked up yourself in in this little frenzy, this little shaking frenzy internally, Mm -hmm. and they, they were okay. They were fine. Everything went well. Yep. 
<laughs> so I, it's just, we always do that to ourselves. And I still do it to myself. I'm doing it with the event that, and I've told you that I'm like, what did we do? We're doing this big event. And you're like, yeah. and you're actually kind of, you're kind of like telling me like, Scott, it's going to be great. You're, everything's going to be perfect. And I'm like, it's a big deal. I want it. And part of the reason is because I, I want it to be amazing. I want it to be a great experience. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to, you know, give something that I'm not proud of. And I know we will, but it's going to be a lot of work. And, but it's things that you're telling yourself. It doesn't matter what situation you're in. You're always going to be telling yourself stories and that's what you did. And it, you know, in this case, it didn't turn out the way you thought it would. It turned out better because they're supportive and they said, congratulations, good luck. You know, like no big deal. That was, so that was awesome. So how did you feel after that? Did you like have a sigh of like relief? Did you go out and like, just like tip your head back in the car and like, what the heck, what the heck just happened? Yeah, it was uh, definitely, it was a sigh of relief. And I I think probably what was the more of the relief was um, that I at least got the message out because there was, there was probably about a good two months that I was pretty sure I was going to do this, but I wanted to wait and just see how things were going. And part of me kept saying, well, maybe I just wait until after the holidays, Mm. just wait completely yeah, but what I what I decided to do was, you know, as much as I'm not the biggest New Year's resolution guy, I think New Year's is sometimes overplayed as a, yeah. you know, yeah. a change point. But I was like, I you agree. know, there is something to starting off fresh. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, New Year, new business, and it's not like, oh, I think I'm going to lose ten pounds or whatever. Right. It's like, right. and legitimately, I'm putting myself in a position where I have to make this work. Yeah, and I said, you know what, I'm just going to do it so it works out that way. And, you know, there still was a good four weeks of the holiday season left, you know, when I put in my notice, well, mm. a little less than four weeks, but, you know, the the bulk of it was up ahead of me mm. uh, that I needed that to work. And so there was still that uncertainty, mm. but there was definitely a relief. And I think some of it too was, um, as I, I talked about in at least one or possibly two of the other episodes I'm in, but that I was in here on the uh, Amazing Seller was that from my previous job to that that brought me to insurance was I was working in a hotel, how I have the, uh, the knowledge base to, uh, to plan an event. And, um, my position was downsized essentially. And so I left there, you know, pretty much not by choice. Mm. And in this case, it was a relief saying, okay, this was by choice. And so that was something really cool for me. That was a little added bonus of it. And so, you know, the fact that as Mark Twain says, you know, he's worried about all kinds of things in his life, but most of them never happened. Mm-hmm. It was all these little worries, like, you know, I was going to have a strained relationship. They're all going to be mad at me. All the owners came to me and were like, you know, we wish you nothing but the best and they're all happy right. for me. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, uh, I, I did what I could to try to, you know, tell as many other people directly one-on-one rather than just sending out a mass email. And I was amazed at too, like, you know, people that like hardly talk to are like, you know, we're going to miss you. And it's like, mm-hmm. sometimes when you're working there day to day, you think yeah. like, oh, some of these people don't like me, but and you realize, <laughs> <laughs> just, everyone's just caught up in their own little world. And, you know, it's, uh, um, yeah. You know, we always don't realize the impact we have on others until we're about to leave. Yeah, no, that it's awesome, and I want to I want to go back to you sent me a message. Uh, it was actually a Voxer message, 
and you said, Scott, I just wanted to give you a shout and let you know that I'm driving to my, my job. That will be the last time I drive into work. And, yeah. and that was, that was an amazing feeling for me to just hear you say that because that's a special moment. Number one, but number two, it's scary, but it's special. And you'll never forget that. I even told you, I said, you know, you need to record a message to yourself of how you feel right now. And, uh, and, and you know, and, and kind of remember this moment it's recorded there. Yeah, there you go. So, you know what I mean? Like those are special moments, but it also makes it real, right? Yeah. Like you're, you're in it now. You know, now not saying you don't have a safety net. You've got quite a bit of experience in the event planning. You've got a, a lot of experience in the insurance business. Mm-hmm. You'd go out and get a job again. It's not going to be hard. Do you want to? No. Could you? Yes. So right. I always tell people like, I wouldn't hastily go out there and just quit your job and say, I'm going to make this thing work. Like you right. have to prove it to yourself, prove it to other people in your life, like your wife, your, you know, your spouse, whatever. You have to prove that stuff. So everybody's on board. How was your wife with this? How was she? Was she, uh, a little nervous too? Or was she like, no, this is the right thing. You got to do it. What was her reaction? I, I'm blessed that she's uh, very supportive in it. But at the same time too, she's watched it grow. So mm-hmm. it wasn't like I sold like, you know, a couple things on retail arbitrage. Right. I'm going to quit my job. She saw me start selling a couple things in retail arbitrage, launch a product, launch more products, mm-hmm. see them build, see um, the warehouse that is our garage get more yeah. and more full. Um, so she, and see, you know, me, she, she saw the, the evolution of it. So, you know, for her, it was real. So yeah, that was one of the nice things too. So if anyone is thinking about leaving their job, you know, try to keep those important to you up to speed on what's going on. Like they probably don't want to know everything, you know, because mm. they're not as excited about it as you probably are. And it's kind of the problem I have sometimes with my own wife is I like, Oh, you will never believe that. She's like, it's great, honey. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. But you know, thankfully she was very supportive of it. And I do think some of it was because she, she saw the passion and the enthusiasm Mm -hmm. I have in it that, you know, it was a job that I had that I liked, but this is now getting into something that I really want to do and something that I'm more passionate about and something that I'm creating now, something from myself and for my family. Yeah. The one thing that you did too, and I, I remember this, we were at the inner circle meeting um, and you were, uh, you were attending as well. And you, um, you at the last day, actually it was the, the day after the ever, everybody had left. And uh, you had said, Hey, do you mind if I run you through kind of like my exit plan operation Kevin fires his boss. Can we say that? Can we, can we say that? Up here? Yeah, we, uh, we, we, we affectionately refer to it as Kevin fires his boss. Yeah. Operation, Operation Kevin fires his boss. And it was, it was fun. It was, you know, obviously there was no like malicious type thing, but it was just kind right, of, right, right. this was the plan. This was what we were planning. And you kind of went through all of your notes and this is what the, these are the different revenue streams I, I see creating. These are the things I want to build. These are the things that I see now, but I see things in the future. Um, can you just, you don't have to say exactly what that is, but how important it was for you to actually map it out on paper and actually see what you needed to execute to make it actually more real. Great question. I was actually just thinking about this. Um, it's it's really hit me harder more and more lately of how important it is to write everything down that you want to do because otherwise it's just a dream, a wish in our head if we don't write it down. Yeah. And I'm starting to see more and more like the power of like writing stuff down that 
you know, it's easy to get caught up in the day-to-day of feeling like not much progress is being made. But when you go back to your earlier notes and you look at what you write, it's like, oh my gosh, like some of the goals I had for last year were almost to the penny of what I ended up doing sales-wise. It's crazy. And then, you know, looking back at some of my old notes, oh, so I was, when I moved into my, uh, I'm renting an office um, room from a, a buddy of mine just to give myself the structure of going into someplace every day. And I was paranoid of all these like notes I had written down. So it's like, you know, I haven't gone through all these notes in a while. Yeah. And looking at some of these old notes and I found these note cards that I'd written down things like outcomes that I wanted to achieve. One of them was sell or first sale on Amazon and ongoing profitable sales. Nice. And it's like, okay, I achieved that. And then like looking at some other things that I did along the way. And it's like, that pretty much happened. And like, I had created a a vision board in Evernote and uh, eventually I moved it to OneNote. Um, But anyway, I was looking in OneNote and a lot of the things I put in my vision board have come to fruition. So I'm starting to realize more and more how important it is to write these things down. So one, at least organize my thoughts. Sure. And then two, I do think there is something that makes it more real when we write it down. Mm. Yeah, it makes it more real. Here's one tip I got for you. You said you hit those numbers almost to the penny. Yeah. You know what my tip is, right? You should have gone higher. <laughs> <laughs> you made it. You never should hit that. You should yeah. always come a little shy. Yeah. Right? Right? Yeah. So next year, we let, let's push those a little bit. We always tend to uh, go exactly to where we think we can. Oh, I'll do there because I think that's possible. Let's go to the, I don't know if that's really possible, but I'm going to try my hardest to make that. Right. And, and, that, and that goes not just for money. That just goes for anything. Like we want to, I always tell people like, even my daughter, like she's in volleyball. She's 11 years old. She's playing, she played against 13 year olds the other day, right? Mm. Well, 13 year olds are pretty good, right? Yeah. So she played yeah. a little bit higher at her level, but if she right. played with 10 year olds, she might've played a little bit down to their level, right? It's one of those things that we just, we rise to the occasion. We, we look at them, we're like, holy crap, deadlines, the same thing, right? If you put a deadline, you'll, you'll get to it. You'll execute uh-huh. it because it's on it's on paper, right? It's marked yeah. down. I always, every day, every night, I always write down the two or three big things that I need to get done the next day and nothing else gets in their way. That has to get done before I do anything else. Um, and that's worked really well for me. Sometimes it's stressful because I'm like, holy crap, I wrote that down. I got to get it done, but I get it done, you know? Yeah. And um, it's, it's just the way it works. Take me back though. Sure. 2015, mm. you shared you shared in the TAS uh, Facebook group uh, and you shared it with me. Uh, that you wrote down that you were attending the Amazing Seller uh, workshop in a hotel room in Charlotte, by the way, right? Because you were stranded at the Charlotte airport. Was that right? Oh, sort of, sort of, sort of. So yeah, okay. good story. Tell me that story. So, when, when we were at the, uh, the Inner Circle, which was in Charlotte. Yeah. Um, so when I first launched early 2016 in the, uh, um, in the winter time, I was at a layover in Charlotte. And I was, I literally probably like a week earlier gotten my first sale of my first product. And I was writing down like a bunch of notes in this notebook. And I, um, 
brought this notebook with me to Charlotte thinking like, well, if I get stuck in the airport again, right. I can at least revert back to the notes I had from Charlotte. Sure. Well, I was flipping back a few pages before that. I, and I wasn't expecting this. I found the notes from when I was attending the Amazing Seller Workshop in July of 2015. Okay. And in talking to you and Chris, this would have been like the third one you guys did. Oh, okay. And I wrote down the system that you guys laid out. And it was like, I was like, wow, I followed all this. And it was like, <laughs> it was like, but it was, it was crazy to see that full circle, that whole thing about write yeah. stuff down and yeah. it becomes more real. Yeah. That here, I brought this random older notebook it was like three years old at the time right. for a different purpose and happened to find it that my notes from that workshop. That was crazy. Yeah. I was like, yeah. whoa, this is really weird, guys. Yeah. <laughs> you I, guys I, I love that. It's all I, coming full circle. It was. It was. So, yeah. So let me say, you know, a lot of people, they come up to me and they're like, oh, Scott. Oh, wow. I got to meet the amazing seller. And I'm like, no, no, no. Wait, time out. I'm not the amazing seller. I am of my own life. But Kevin now is the amazing seller of his life. Yes. He actually went out there and did it. And I want people to understand that. And I'm going to start mentioning that more because I think it's important. Like, this isn't about me. This is about you. This is about the listeners. This is about other people. You know, yes, I'm going to, I'm going to take my own advice and apply it to myself. But really, I want this, like this here, this story. I want this to inspire someone to say, you know what? He started somewhere three years ago. Why can't I start? Right, it's the old. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a Chinese proverb. There, uh, you know, I should have planted a, a tree uh, or something, and uh, or I. And oh yeah, if you wanted shade, yeah, planted the tree twenty years ago. Yes, that's it. That's it. Well, why can't is now? Yeah, the second best time is now. Plant the tree; yeah. it'll be growing, right? And it's it's one of those things that we always get caught up. Oh, I missed the boat, right? Oh, he's lucky. No, mm -hmm. Kevin's not lucky. Kevin went out there and took action, as I say, and the effect of that is what we're looking at right now. Now, was it easy? No, <laughs> right? There was no. ups and downs and there's going to be more. I told you that too. I told oh, yeah. you that. I said, listen, get ready because you're going to be on a roller coaster ride. You know, it's, it's, it's the way it is. So what kind of advice would you give someone right now that's, you know, whether they're just starting or whether they're, they're wondering if they're ever going to be able to have the lifestyle that they want by not even just money, forget about the money, but the lifestyle of freedom, obviously the money, depending on everybody's situation is different. You know, one person might need to make 50,000 a year. One person might need to make 150 a year. It doesn't matter. But what would you tell that person that's like, I want that. I want that freedom. I want to be able to be like, you've got kids, you've got young kids, you've got a wife, like you want to spend time with them. What would you tell that person? Like right now, they might be self-doubting themselves. Great question. So today in my, uh, my notes that I leave for myself, each day I write a quote and I wrote a journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, perfect for what this is here. And so that journey is always going to be a thousand miles in front of you. Yep. So it doesn't matter where you are, but it's always the next step is the next step that you can take. And, you know, worrying about like, is it, did I miss the boat? Is it too late? Well, guess what? In five years from now, someone else is going to start the business that you wanted to start <laughs> and they're going to do well at it. Right. And in 2015, when I started researching this, there was lots of debate. Is it too late? Yep. Is it too late? Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, since then, Toys R Us is closed. 
Yep. Sears is hanging by a string. There's all kinds of other retail stores and clothes. You know, it's more and more the world is moving online. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think that boat has or that ship has sailed. Mm. I think it's still at the dock and the mm. time to get it in is now, if, if that's the direction that somebody wants to go. Yeah. Um, you know, the world around us is going to constantly change and there's constantly going to be opportunities. So if it's, if it does end up in two years mm. and someone's watching this video or listening to this podcast and they decide, you know, I want to do this, but for whatever reason, Amazon's not the right thing. Some, anytime there's change, there's going to be opportunity. Absolutely. So, if you, if you look at it as how can I make this work and how may take two, three years, you can make it work. Right. If you say it's not going to work, you're going to be right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I mean, the vision board, like you talked about, I've done them and I, and I believe in them and I don't believe in them at the point of, oh, I put on the board that I want, a, a, you know, a, a Lamborghini or right. I want a yacht. And then all of a sudden it's just, I sit back in my chair and it, and it happens. No, what it is, is it's reminding you what you're doing, what you're doing and why you're doing it. So if you have up there, I know on one of mine, it was to go on a Disney cruise, which I know you're mm-hmm. going to be doing something similar here, but I was going to go on a Disney cruise. I had that on my vision board and I had uh, that I wanted to be able to have uh, lunch with my wife every day. And I wanted to be able to, you know, spend time with my kids. I had pictures of that stuff. Yeah. And then I look back and I'm like, holy crap, like that stuff's happening. Now it didn't happen because I just looked at the board. It happened because it motivated me to show up every day and to keep trying and keep taking those swings and, 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 Mm -hmm. you know, figuring it out. Everything is evolving. Like you said, Kevin, like, you know, I just had a buddy of mine uh, with, uh, you know, with a podcast and he's like, my podcast just got de-indexed. I heard that yours did too. And what did you do to get it fixed? And I said, well, they had a little glitch in it that you had to put this, you know, you had to put your author box. You had to, you had to do this thing. Right. And I'm right. like, but that's iTunes. That's a whole nother channel. They're going right. to have their ways. You got to fix it. Right. You got to figure right, it out. Right, right. Questions. So it's, it's always evolving. And to me, Amazon is a channel. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great channel. But also, I do know the risk in riding on one channel. So that's why we want to do other things. We want to build outside traffic. We want to do a brand. We want to do all of those things that we've been talking about because we can't just bank on that one thing. And I know that that's what your focus is as well. Mm -hmm. And people in my inner circle, seven-figure sellers, you know, on Amazon, we're looking to build those external those external channels to help Mm -hmm. strengthen the brand and make it a future-proof brand. So with that all being said, Kevin, this has been awesome. You finally made the podcast to announce officially. Officially. You, exec- you executed the mission. I have executed <laughs> the operation. <laughs> Kevin Fires' boss has been executed upon. It is now complete. Yeah. So just to let everybody know, um, you are going to be at Brand Accelerator Live. Yes. And uh, you will be also speaking. So we're going to have Kevin um, go through. Uh, we won't say exactly what you're going to be talking about, but we're going we're gonna to have Kevin up there to share his expertise, his lessons learned. And uh, he will be there. He'll also be there uh, helping keep the, the, the ship running you know, where it's supposed to be going. Yes. So guys, if you're interested in attending Brand Accelerator Live, you need to go grab a ticket at brandacceleratorlive.com. Or you can go to theamazingseller.com forward slash 
live. It'll take you to the same place. Go grab your ticket. Uh, we still have tickets available. It's going to be awesome. Uh, we have some speakers that I haven't announced yet, which is kind of a surprise. Um, mm-hmm. One of my mentors and uh, someone that's helped me get to seven figures, which is pretty awesome. And uh, yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, shh, don't tell anybody anymore. Uh, yeah. But yeah, guys, it's going to be awesome. It is a TAS event. So I'm really looking to bring the community together. It's going to be a smaller event. It's not going to be one of 3000 people. It will be small under 300. Um, 300 will be max. And uh, yeah, we're going to have a great time. Great people like Kevin there and being able to network and uh, and just be able to hang out with other people that are like-minded. How important is it to be around like-minded people, Kev? Oh, I think that's huge. I would say the first event I went to in this space was Seller Summit. Yeah. It was just, it felt more real mm-hmm. because, you know, before I was around people all day long who, you know, were selling health insurance. Right. Well, talking about health insurance wasn't all that real when I was working at a hotel. Right. And, you know, so just getting around other like-minded people, you know, people that are ahead of you and people that are... um they actually are looking up to you no matter where you are. I guarantee that there's people in both camps. Oh yeah. That, you know, you can learn from those people. And oftentimes when you're answering questions and you're helping someone Mm -hmm. that also helps give you confidence of how far along you've come. Mm -hmm. And then you can also get the chance to, you know, when you're in a room at some of these events, you know, where there's only, you know, two, 300 people and all these, you know, niche celebrities basically who Mm -hmm. you've, been listening to their podcasts or, you know, seeing on YouTube videos and things of that nature. And you can just walk up to them and say, Hey, I got this question, yada, yada, yada. Or I heard in your podcast, we talked about this, mm. you know, can you help clarify that for me? And it's not like you're trying to research what did they mean when they said this and you're looking at the show notes or something like that. Right. You're having a one-on-one conversation. I mean, yeah. you just can't beat that. And then oftentimes these other people that you meet at the events, they become your friends. They become your accountability partners. I mean, there was a whole bunch of people that, you know, when I put in my notice, there were a lot of the you know first people I told that, you know, people from the industry that I, I know from going to live events. So I can't stress the importance of, you know, if leaving your job, you know, operation, fill in your name, fires his or her boss. <laughs> right. <in control. laughs> we need a template for that. Right. We should you just, you know, hashtag or something. And then, um, but if that is your goal, mm. go to an event. It's one thing if you're in forums and you're active and you know people there, that's great. Mm. It's another thing if you've met people and you've talked to them over the phone, that's great. But when you're actually in front of someone, you know, sharing a drink, breaking bread, sitting down next to each other at a, mm. at a session, learning about something and you can talk about what you just learned. There's, there's magic in that. Yeah. And I don't use that word lightly. No, no, you're, you're right. I, I mean, I, you know, again, I have attended quite a few events, but not as many as some people, but I really, I hand select the ones that I feel are going to be the best ones. And it generally is the smaller ones to be quite yep. honest with you. Um, I feel like I have more, more chance of, of really meeting people versus just being in a sea of people. Uh, but that's just me. You know, I like that intimate setting. And I know at Seller Summit, give a shout out to Steve Chu, good mm-hmm. friend of mine, um, done a great job. Him and Tony Anderson done a great job. They'll both be there yeah. at the event as well. Great people. And it's hard 
a lot of times in our community, not just our community, but any community to find people that you know, like, and trust. Mm -hmm. And I have done, I think I've done a pretty good job, not to pat myself on the back, but a pretty good job of keeping myself, you know, straight and narrow with Mm -hmm. the people that I want to be associated with in this Mm -hmm. space, because we all know there are people out there that are, they don't have your best intentions, right? right? And they aren't doing the same type of business style. They're just trying to money grab. And that's not what we're about. We're about building businesses that can help free ourselves uh, you know, from our jobs or just make our life better so we can travel, we can see our family, we can spend more time doing what we want to do. I mean, life is so short. Kevin, how, how many weeks of vacation did, did you have, did you earn at your job? Oh, yeah. So I, let's see. When I started there, I had like 13 days. Okay. 13 like days. Two and a half weeks. And was then was like, that counting sick time and vacation? Oh, yeah, that, that, was, that was, was everything? A hybrid. So you had, was, okay, that was a hybrid. Time off. It was okay, so 13 days. Okay. So, yeah. So it's okay. like if I wanted to, so I'm going on a cruise, um, you know, next, starting next week. And if I had still been at the job, that would have eaten up a lot of my vacation time. Mm-hmm. And then if I had been sick, mm-hmm. I'd be. SOL. Yeah. 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 So, okay. So, um, you know, I, I, I guess kind of going, going back to my, to, to my point was, you know, we work all year long to try to earn another week's vacation. And I remember when I was working for my father, it was like, I got one week and then I got like five personal days, right? Use them however you wanted to. So you can kind of say it was two weeks, but then after five years, I got an extra week. Right. Right, so I had to I had to wait four years before I could get any more vacation. So again, to me, life is too short. You know, I lost my mother when she was fifty. I've lost other people in my lives or in my life. So I'm kind of like, you know, what? I understand the importance of time, and I appreciate every single day. And I just don't want to waste it on. And again, if you're doing a job that you really believe in and you love and you, that you just like, you want to work 40, 50 hours a week, and you don't have a family, then go for it. Um, but for me, it was all about the freedom and being able to raise my kids and be with them. And I know the same is for you and a lot of people listening. So again, guys, getting a little off track here, but it's, it's kind of a, a really important thing for me. But the event stuff, definitely, definitely get to an event, whether it's mine or someone else's, go to an event, meet people, like-minded people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like I said, there's a lot of times you're going you're gonna to just pick up even just one nugget or even one contact one one person that you're like, oh, wow, you do that? Yeah, you do. And then you, you have this connection and then that opens up this whole thing. Look at you came to a Steve Chu's event. You and I met, you were said you were a listener. We met, we hit it off. We had a good time. And I liked your referee story, how you, you made <laughs> refereeing to pay for your private label business. And then you came again to another event. I had a meetup, you were there and we got talking and you're like, you know, you should do an event. I've done events and here we are, right? right. It's how things happen. So again, I could keep going on this, but we got to wrap this up. So Kevin, any last words that you want to give anybody listening right now? I know you're excited because you are fresh. And also you, you left your job a day after or day before your birthday, right? Oh, yes. Yes. That, that was, was pretty cool. That was pretty much unplanned. But um, my birthday was the day after um, I left my job. I just basically made it like the last full week of the year. And it just yeah. so happened that that was on a Friday and then my birthday was on a Saturday. So my birthday is now kind of my rebirth day. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. I yeah, love that. Yeah. I love that. So any, any last little, little bits of, of advice for anyone right now that, uh, that is, you know, kind of in the grind. Yes, absolutely. So I, um, 
I've had a lot of people that I've, you know, I've posted that, you know, I've left my job or whatnot, sure. or, you know, people that I, you know, I've shared it with that I, I know personally. And a lot of people are saying like, wow, how did you do that? And, you know, I would say the biggest thing is just keep setting small goals along the way. Don't mm-hmm. try to eat the, the whole elephant. So right. to you know, right, just right. each bite, each step in front of you, whatever it is, you know, keep setting those goals and just have a vision off the, you know, if leaving your job to, you know, do this full time or whatever it is, you can do it. Sometimes it just takes a little time. Sure. But if you focus on, ask yourself the question, how, and not give yourself justification of why it won't work, the why it won't work will jump into your head. But yeah. if you keep saying, okay, well then how do I overcome that? Or how do I make it work anyway? You will find a way. You are stronger than you realize. You can do this if this is what you want to do. Love it. Hey, uh, you've got a YouTube channel too that you've been documenting part of your story there. Uh, where can people find you on YouTube? On the YouTube. I, on the YouTube. Um, <laughs> it is uh, Maximizing E-Commerce. They go to youtube.com forward slash Maximizing E-Commerce. Uh, cool. Just leave me a comment. I try to respond to everybody. Yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna dig into a little bit more of your expertise because you are somewhat of an international seller guy that could give us some help. And I know that you're you're personally helping us in uh, a brand that we're partnered with. But uh, yeah, definitely gonna have you back on and, and discuss some of those points and maybe uh, get you to kind of walk through that process because I know it's a scary pro- uh, process for a lot of people. And uh, you've kind of done a pretty good job at, uh, at laying that stuff out. And, and you're a good systems guy anyway. You've got, you've got that, that down. I can tell by all of the event planning and everything you've done for Brandon. <laughs> I'm like, that's why I got you, Kev, because that's not my strong suit. But, uh, but yeah, go, go check them out. I'll, I'll go ahead and link everything up in the show notes. But Brand Accelerator Live, guys. Head over, grab your ticket if you haven't done so already. Depending on when you're listening to this, there could be early bird pricing still in effect. Uh, we are about 25% sold out right now of the tickets that we're going to have available. Definitely come hang out with us. People like Kevin, yeah. uh, you know, like I said, Chris Schaefer will be there. Joel, my, my team will be there. A lot of great people will be there. Greg Mercer will be there. I haven't even announced him yet, but yes, Greg is going to be there as well and a few other of my buddies. So anyway... Steve Chu, Tony. Yes, Steve Chu will be there, Tony. Uh, But anyway, so that is going to wrap up this episode. Uh, I think what I'm going to do here is I'm going to have you close it out with me, Kev. Does that sound good? All right, let's do it. We're going to do it. All right, guys, the show notes to this episode can be found at theamazingseller.com forward slash 623. Go grab those show notes. And remember, as always, guys, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I am rooting for you. But you have to, you have to. Come on, say it with me. Say it loud. Say it proud. Kevin's going to say it with me on the count of three. One, two, three. Take Take action. action. Have an awesome, amazing day. And I'll see you right back here on the next episode.